You're listening to Reading Glasses, a show about book culture and literary life designed to help you read better. I'm author and book devourer Mallory O'Mara. And I'm Bria Grant, filmmaker and e-reader. This episode, we're doing our 2022 Reading Resolutions wrap-up. Oh, I waited for, I was, I, that was a cue. <laughs> you know what? I picked up the, the slide whistle and then I was like, nah, I shouldn't. And then I put it back down. And I was like, no, I should do it. And then uh, also we're announcing the 2023 Reading Glasses, Glasses, Glasses Challenge. But first, what are you reading, Bria? Well, you know, I'm not reading, I don't read that many arcs, but this one felt like a very important Glasser arc to read. And I wanted to read it so I could tell everyone to pre-order it. Is it, it Vampire Weekend by yeah! Mike Chen? Oh my God, I've been, so this is, okay, I'm so, I, I got sent this arc a while ago, but I've been trying so hard to read 2022 releases yeah. that as soon as I am done with this week, I'm going to dive into it. And it's literally like this and uh, Diana Biller's new book. I'm so excited to read this. I'm assuming it's great because it's, it's Mike Chen. It's Mike Chen. If you love Mike Chen, you're going to love this book. It's basically... Vampires and punk rock. Oh, it's about me um, for you. <laughs> it's about this vampire woman who is, um, you know, being a vampire is not that fun. Like she has to have like this night job where she like works at a place where she can get blood and she can't fly. Like nothing's that exciting. And um, and then um, suddenly uh, these two people show up at her door, um, and one is a teenager. And um, she realizes that maybe she has some sort of familial connection to them. It doesn't tell you what it is in that. I'm not going to say what it is because it's not in this description. Um, and there's like a bit of an event, a vampire adventure that happens that involves. <sighs> it's interesting because the main character, she loves music and everything is like kind of seen through the lens of music and guitars and instruments and the way she lives around music. And this kid who shows up, this teenager, also loves music is getting into music so she gets to like talk to him about music it's great if you love music if you love vampires if you love mike chen i think you'll dig this one I'm and it's so a pre-order excited. it comes out january 31st and mallory i invited him on the show but i haven't told you that yet and i mean i, I just that assume that yes. mike chen has okay, an open so invitation to from reading mike chen as well I, I assume uh yes um but anyway so he's coming on the point, show i would be surprised if mike didn't come on the show. <laughs> he's, I think we've had him on for literally every single book he's I know, ever it's had. Great, I love it. Um, so pre-order that and then get ready to hear him in late January. Oh, I um, can't wait. What you reading, Mallory? I am a maniac, and I'm still reading 2022 releases. Ooh, you know I quit a while ago. I am not smart. I should have done that, but I, there's still. I I think what has been helpful for me this entire year is now becoming harmful for me because I've got all my new releases on the top of my little book cart. And now, instead of being like, oh, look at all the books I have to read, it's, oh, look at all the books I have to read. Oh, yeah. You got to put those away. I got to mix them in. I've like, just, I literally am only doing backlist. And then I happened to read this one because I was like, well, I'm sure we're going to want him on the show. So I should go ahead and read the no, book. I, I'm, I, I actually hid all my 2023 arcs so I didn't have to look at them. <laughs> so I have a stack of t- a ton. And so I have Mike Chen and Diana Biller on top behind my work desk. So I can't look at them. But the book I'm reading now is so fucking good. It is a literary fiction. It's called Trespasses by Louise Kennedy. And I read a lot of books that took place in Ireland this year. If Character is Your Doorway, this is a great book. And it's about this very young woman. And it's set during uh, uh, the 70s where there's a lot of bombings and like car searches. And there's a lot of violence happening. And she's from a Catholic family. She lives in Northern Ireland. And uh, her mother is an alcoholic and, like, a very rough alcoholic. She has to take care of her. This woman is, like, in her early 20s, and she works as a teacher, but she's still living at home to take care of her mom. Her dad's not around. Um, So she's kind of unhappy with her life. And she ends up, like, kind of having a chance interaction 
with this older man who work, he's a barrister and he's been defending, kind of making a name for himself, defending um, IRA members. So there's a lot of complicated like Irish politics going on. And cause she, she helps her brother working at their family bar and she ends up serving this guy one day and they end up kind of, they end up in a, an affair. Oh. Um, and it's all about how this affair just affect like even though it's giving her a lot of happiness and it's really the only happiness in her life because she like she goes home and her mom's like asleep on the toilet and hasn't taken care of herself or fed herself or cleaned and she works at a school and like the the school is so it's like oppressive and like the school keeps wanting to like have this creepy pastor in to like yell at the kids about fire and brimstone and she's like no I'm gonna sing them a song about puppies or something like these are children who are dealing with violence all the time and she's like helping this one particular kid who's like very poor and gets made fun of so like her life is really hard and this like affair is giving her like finally like someone is what she likes is like looking at her like she's something and it really means a lot to her but it's kind of the nexus of all these like things that are happening in this community and people in her life would not be happy to know that she's he's a protestant and people would not be happy to know that she's with him and he's married and has kid has a kid and it's just like very 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 complicated but like in the it's like the eye of the storm like in this little space like she is very happy uh and it's just so it's so it's a it's a such a character book and it's one of those books that feels like nothing is happening but a lot is actually happening it's very subtle but it's really well written it's very compelling i'm really enjoying it uh that's trespasses by louise kennedy and mine is vampire weekend by mike chen i'm gonna give a little for oh. mike chen <laughs> you know oh god such a glasser favorite So we want to take a moment to share some listener feedback. Jenna wrote in to say, I wanted to write in to share with you how much I've enjoyed this part of the reading glasses, glasses, glasses challenge this year. <laughs> it's helped me start so many great conversations about books with people I would never have which, guessed. Which part? It's the ask someone what they're reading. Okay. Um, uh, I would never have guessed our readers and brought a whole new level to some of my friendships. I've actually started most of these conversations thanks to an activity from the 2020 challenge that I've continued. Recommend a book on social media. Since then, I've been posting books I love on my Instagram stories after I read them, and it has led to so many people reaching out to share their thoughts. Friends are telling me if they also love the book or asking for recommendations. This year, I have made a point to ask them what they're reading in return. It has been so rewarding, and now I am finally seeing people in person again. Even those who don't reach out online are asking about the books I've posted. Thanks for adding these activities to the challenges also i asked for a recommendation back in 2020 and love the book she recommended oh. i posted the books in this way and gotten a couple other people to read them after talking about our reading thanks for everything you do oh that is like the whole That's reason great. why we do this yes, challenge 100%. i love that it's great Kimberly wrote in and said, I just started listening to Reading Glasses podcast a few weeks ago. Welcome. And I just, and I'm really enjoying listening to your backlog. I've already requested a number of books that you mentioned from my library, and I'm really looking forward to the expansion in my reading habits. I'm writing to you now because I just found out that the state of Missouri is trying to pass a rule that would impose censorship on all Missouri libraries, which would likely be used to prohibit LGBTQIA material. Ugh. I have already written to them to object, and I'm trying to get the word out. Would you let the Missouri listeners of Reading Glasses know that this is going on and they can write in as well. Yes, we will. Hey, Missouri listeners. Ooh, we, you got the bad slide whistle. Not Missouri. Missouri listeners. You got Missouri we, listeners. We like you. And I'm sure Missouri, Missouri listeners. Great. The call has been given. Yes. The, the book signal is in the sky. Yeah. We need your fucking help. This is garbage. It is. Wow. This is really bad. Yeah. If you were in Missouri, you can write to your state representative. You can write to the libraries and uh, your local libraries and support and let them know that you're there. You can go to your local library um, 
board meetings, you can get involved. We actually did a whole episode on this. We interviewed uh, two uh, two great library adjacent and librarian folks, Alex Brown, which is a great friend of the show, and uh, Kelly Jensen from Book Riot. Check our backlog uh, for that. But please, please, if you have a spare 10, 15 minutes, you can write an email. You can, if you are fancy, you can write an actual letter mm-hmm. if you want. But this is, it, it does not take a lot of time to do, but would be uh, really, really helpful for the librarians of Missouri who are trying to... Uh, Trying to preserve uh, our freedom to read. Mm-hmm. Kimberly's Wheelhouse is fantasy world building, queer characters, talking cats, and dragons. Glass survivor heard one. <laughs> Welcome, Kimberly. Welcome to the Glasser world. Uh, you can email us at readingglassespodcast at gmail.com. If you want a list of all the books we talk about on the show delivered to your inbox every month, you can sign up for our newsletter. There's a link in the show notes. And before we wrap up our 2022 in reading, we're going to take a quick break. Reading Glasses is sponsored in part this week by Soylent. And what's Soylent? It is the original food tech company, and they make delicious and nutritious nutrition products in convenient formats. My cupboard is full of the Soylent Complete Meal and my favorite flavor, vanilla. It comes in a ready-to-drink shake, which is what I have, uh, or a powder format if you're a little more ambitious than I am. Uh, And it's fantastic. It's got 20 grams of plant-based protein, 39 essential nutrients, healthy fats, 400 calories of slow-burning carbs, all in one delicious serving that I can deal with eating first thing in the morning when I don't normally like food. But Bria, you like the little squares. Oh, yeah, they're great. Um, They're small in size, big in nutrition. They are 100 calories, which is the perfect amount for just a little snack. You can just throw them in your bag. You can take them anywhere, in your car, to the movie theater, while you're reading a book. These are the great places that you can take. And Mallory, let's just talk about convenience for a second. How convenient are these? Extremely. I would give it a five out of five on the convenience scale. Extremely convenient. Open it up. That's all you got to do. You walk to your fridge. You yes. open the fridge and you grab one. It would only be more convenient if someone from Soylent crawled in your window, <laughs> held the bottle for you, and held it up to your mouth. But that would be creepier. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It, creep factor high. I, that would be a five out of five, five on the creep <laughs> factor, but a six out of five on convenience. Yes. But with only slightly less creepy than a home invader, it, honestly, it is the quickest, easiest meal on the planet. You get complete balanced nutrition, and it's made from U.S.-grown sustainable source ingredients, which means it's good for you and good for the planet. So all you have to do is go to Soylent.com slash glasses and use code glasses to get 20% off your first order. So that's Soylent.com slash glasses and use code glasses for 20% off your first order. Folks, you know the code. It's glasses. So that's Soylent.com slash glasses. Glasses. I'm Ify Wadiway, the host of Maximum Film. I'm Alonzo Duralde, also the host of Maximum Film. And I'm Drea Clark, yet another host of Maximum Film. Every week, we hosts huddle up. Usually with an illustrious guest. And we talk about films. We have film news. We have film quizzes. We answer your film questions. It's like the maximum amount of film talk. That's why we call it Maximum Maximum Film. Maximum Film, the movie podcast that's not just a bunch of straight white guys. New episodes weekly on MaximumFun.org. This week, we're wrapping up our 2022 in reading. How did we do on our resolutions? Are we setting new ones for 2023? And of course, how was our 2022 reading challenge and what are we doing for next year? Bria, how'd you do on your resolutions? 
Well, first of all, I appreciate this, Mallory, because Mallory went back through our last episode. I did. And wrote down what they were because I was like, I don't know what my fucking resolutions were. But, okay, first resolution was I feel like I wasn't reading as many graphic novels as I used to, and it's something I really love. Um, so I did... Uh, I tried to read one a month, and I did do that. I read 12. Hey. I didn't do one a month, but I read 12. So I finished them, like, that many earlier this year. I have a list of them. People want that. I can release that list. But I read some really great fucking graphic novels, and that was great. And I do feel like it really adds to my reading life. In fact, if you listen to last week's episode, one of those graphic novels, God Country, was one of my favorite books I read this year that just didn't come out this year. So... And you read Garlic and the Vampire. I did. I read Garlic and the Vampire. So cute, right? There, yeah, there's all sorts of great... Yeah, and I don't know if I would have picked it up because it's like... It's not normally graphic novel. But this really helped me to think... I mean, I just like graphic novels. The other thing I did is I started putting more on my iPad, and that helps me. That's how my boyfriend reads his graphic novels, and he loves it. Yeah, it, it definitely, like, made me read more. But then I also just, like, tried to be more... To order more and think about ordering them more and thinking about sitting down and reading them because I love sitting, you know... Next to my little space heater and reading my graphic novel. Also, shout out to all the people who are uh, uh, emailing us about slugging oh, now. God. I'm here to answer your slugging questions. <laughs> I'm here for it. Uh, Mallory, what was your first resolution? What resolutions did you have? Uh, well, one, I wanted my first one was I wanted to read more. Oh, you did. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> and you know what? I fucking did. Oh, hey. I succeeded at this resolution. I read a bunch more than I did last year. Yes. You read more in 2022 than in 21. Yes. Mm-hmm. I read a pretty significant amount more than I did in 2021. Uh, I got a lot better at putting down my phone and picking up a book instead. That's great. So I think part of that too was that I started reading more eBooks on my phone. So I was like, Mallory, you're going to pick up a book. You got to open Libby. So yeah. That's the rule. That's true. Um, and uh, I'm really pretty happy with my reading life this year. I'm really glad that I did. I felt very, very good about that. Uh, what was your second resolution? And did uh, you complete it? Two poetry books, which I did. And I even have a third one I'm making my way through right now. I find that, um, and I started doing the poetry books a couple years ago, two poetry books a year, which, you know, that's enough for me. I don't need to do more than that. Mm -hmm. Um, I find that if I go ahead and buy them and put them on my phone, then I will just, one of them, I just happened to be at the beach one day. I know, what wonderful life am I living that I just happened to have a beach day. (laughs) But I was just out and about and I had a beach day. And my friend, he picked me up and we went to the beach for a bit and I realized like, I have my Kindle, but I also like have this book of poetry. And I sat there and read that whole book of poetry sitting there on the beach. What a dream. such a wonderful day. And I wouldn't have done that because it was important for me to already have it. Yes. And so if I found one that I thought looked interesting or was recommended, I just would buy it and put it on my phone, mm-hmm. which is just a few. So I have yeah. one on there right now that someone recommended to me. I've been kind of making my way through. It's perfect for like, you know, places that you're like distracted, like uh, the doctor's office cause or somewhere where like playing music. And I, I can't really read when there's like music with lyrics, like the place, uh, like my vet. Uh, if I'm waiting in the waiting room with the vet, they're like... Celebrate the time. Come <laughs> on. Is, what a and horrible like, song to play with the fucking like that. Vet. And you're just like, I don't know. Your have dog time. is like, no. Yeah, I can't read if they're making me celebrate good times. And so, like, I just, I, but poetry, Rhea, I can. get up and celebrate. I can poetry, like, because there's something that takes a little bit less. Like, it's weird. It takes more brain power in some ways, but less in other ways. Well, because you're not putting together a whole big sentence yeah. normally. It's just And a you few don't have to keep it all you in can... your head. Yeah. So it's just like, so I can celebrate good times and listen to poetry at the same time. I read poetry. I also tried to listen to a poetry book at one point. Interesting. I did not finish it. Oh. Um, but I did attempt it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was my other one. Uh, the dog here, and she's ready to celebrate good, good times. times. Um, what, what, what else do you, what else did you have? Uh, my second resolution was to get back to keeping a physical book journal and oh. my thing, I wanted to track every book, what I think about it on my, my letter grading system, but I also wanted to keep track of the wheelhouses 
And I also succeeded at this one. And this one, I will say, is the resolution that I am happiest with. Oh, good. I found a notebook that I really love for it. It's a big lined rodeo journal. And I kept track of all my books and the wheelhouse items. And you know what I started doing, which I'm really glad I did? I started tracking content warnings. So that we, when we recommend books on the show, I can remember. Because there's a lot of people wow. who, when they ask for recommendations, they've been adding their doghouse items as well. And they're like, I want this, but please no books about like sexual assault. So I started tracking that. And Great. I'm really glad. Because uh, there's so many books where we're like, we both are like, does that have it? I, I don't know, remember. It's so hard to remember. Um, so what I ended up doing was sitting, instead of like trying to remember to use it every single time, I, I finished a book is I would just sit down with it re- regularly, like every couple of weeks and log a bunch of books at a time. Oh, okay. And that was very satisfying okay. and very nice and felt like a little less pressure than like, oh, I finished a book. I got to go find my, I got to go downstairs and get my, my, my book journal and write it down. It felt very nice to be like, oh, today I'm going to take like half an hour and just fill out my book journal. And it was really, really nice. And I'm really happy. Uh, what was your next resolution? Do the reading glasses challenge. And did you do it? Which I did do. Are we going to talk yeah. about that now or are talking about that later? We're going to talk about that. So we're going to, after the break, we're going to talk about us completing the challenge. Okay. And then what the next year's I challenge did. I'll is. I'll tell y'all. I mean, we've kind of talked about everything, but I did do it. I loved it. It was great. I think we did a great challenge. Oh, yeah. Okay. What, what else did you have? Uh, I wanted to get better about posting books on social media. That was okay. my last resolution. And I said, if I fail at the resolution this time, I'm just going to give up. And guess who's giving up, baby? <laughs> <laughs> I completely failed at this one. Yeah, uh, and true great. to my word, I'm giving the fuck up. Great, good. Uh, I'm not, the thing is, I'm not even on Instagram or Twitter yeah, right so that now. That would be very hard for you to post things. <laughs> I totally deactivated my Facebook. Who knows if I will ever recommend books on social media again. But honestly, feels good to let it go. Good. And I feel like just that, like coming to the resolution, coming to the, like, the realization that I need to let it go is such a relief to me and tells me that it was never meant to be. That's right. My relationship to social media and talking about books online has changed so much. And I think I really need to accept that. And taking this break off of everything right now has really made me think maybe I need to completely reevaluate it and think like, do I want to start something else? Do I want to blog again? Do I want to stay off of Twitter forever? I, I just, I truly don't know, but I'm giving up and I am proud of it. Yeah. <laughs> great. Yeah. You know, I think that's good. I think it's great. We One of our best challenges, I feel like, a couple years ago was to quit reading a book you don't like. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that was huge for people. Sometimes yes. it's better to, you get to, then you have more space for other shit. Yes. And it's, uh, honestly, it helped me learn something about myself and that I, for years, I have put this on my my resolutions and every year I fail at it. Mm. And every year I felt bad about myself yeah. and felt like a failure. And I was like, why am I forcing myself to do this? I talk about books every week on the show. Yeah, yeah, you're doing, it's not like I'm you're not, already over here doing this. I'm not like, it's not like I'm not t- recommending books enough in the world. So yeah, I'm, I'm glad I'm letting that go. Um, so uh, you can send your thoughts on uh, your resolutions this year and maybe some you have next year to readingglassespodcast at gmail.com. And before we talk about our 2023 resolutions and th- revealing the 2023 wow. challenge, Glasses, glasses, glasses challenge. We're going to take a quick break. Reading Glasses is sponsored in part this week by Microdose Gummies. Mallory, I was at the doctor last week and I get migraines. And my doctor said to me, have you thought about microdosing? Really? Yes. Very true. And this was a doctor. This was not a person in a tie-dyed shirt in an alleyway somewhere with like weird braided shoes yes correct this was a doctor who takes my health insurance this is a real (laughs) this is a real doctor and so y'all probably heard of microdosing and just you know it is for all sorts of people i get migraines and my doctor suggested microdosing for migraines 
thought that it might help. But people do microdosing for all kinds of things, right? Mel? Yes. You might, maybe you're an artist who's looking for inspiration or a writer like Brie and I. Uh, there are power lifters or other types of lifters or any person who likes to work out who uses it for rest and recovery. Maybe you have a hard time sleeping. Maybe you're just looking for a little creative boost in your day. There's all kinds of reasons and all kinds of people who microdose daily to feel healthier and perform better in a multitude of ways. And microdose is available nationwide. To learn more about microdosing THC, go to microdose.com and use code GLASSES to get free shipping and 30% off your first order. Links can be found in the show description. But again, that's microdose.com, code GLASSES. GLASSES. It could happen to you. You're all grown up now, a professional adult with diverse interests and hobbies. And one of those hobbies is video games. You just can't help it. They're so good now. If that's you, we're here to tell you, you are completely normal. I'm Maddie Myers. I'm Jason Schreier. And I'm Kirk Hamilton. And together we form Triple Click, a podcast about video games. If you think you might be a person who likes video games, we hope you'll give Triple Click a listen. Triple Click, new episodes every Thursday on Maximum Fun. Okay, we are back. Time to talk about our what our resolutions for 2023 will be. Bria, what are you planning on improving or changing next year? You know, I haven't done my resolutions yet this year. I haven't looked at them, so I haven't figured this out. Maybe there will be some that I can tell y'all. I, I haven't, like, I sit down and, like, take an afternoon and kind of think about it. Because I like, look, I know it's an arbitrary time of the year, but I, I like thinking about, like, giving certain things up, giving certain goals up, and starting new ones. I know I am definitely going to do the reading glasses challenge. That's one thing oh, yeah. I will definitely do. Uh, what about you? You have things on this list? Uh, I want to run a little experiment in 2023. I am going to try to track my daily page count, both in writing and reading. Wow. Okay. Um, so I got COVID this summer, and I got it real bad, and I was very sick for a long time, and it really fucked up my writing schedule. Mm-hmm. So much so that I am still like months later, I am not there, not where I want to be, um, both in reading and in, in writing. You know, when I had it, when I actively had it, I couldn't read. And that's why I played five bazillion visual novel games this year. Um, and I want to get back to it. And I'm the best thing. You know me, my I am worship on the altar of a list. Yeah. So, uh, I want to, so I'm going to try to track my daily page count, uh, how many pages I write, how many pages I read. I want to see if it's helpful uh, or if it pushes me to read and write more. I bought a lovely little Rhodia planner with lines for every day and then a full page for every week. Mm. And we'll see how it goes. I'm trying to keep it fun and not too pressuring. Plus for me, it's an excuse to have another notebook and use more fountain pen ink. So um, very fun. it's always, again, I'm trying not to push, I'm putting the pressure. I just want to see if this helps. And if it doesn't, I will drop it. But I want to. I want to try it. Um, what about you? Do you have any, any any other things you want to try to do? I'm going to do a repeat of last year. I'm doing twelve graphic novels nice. and two books of poetry. Cool. Um, that's like the things I hold myself to. I don't. I mean, I don't do numbers. I don't even know how many books I read this year. I have no idea. Um, uh, but like keeping, but knowing those two categories keeps me reading those, which are two things that I know I'm happy when I'm reading, but I don't always grab immediately mm -hmm. for whatever reason. My brain doesn't consider them 
I don't know. I don't know why I don't grab them. I think in part it's because they're both kind of hard to read in bed at night before, because that's when I do a lot of my reading before I go yeah. to bed. And bringing, dragging a graphic novel in there and then like finding a place for it. And I don't know. Yeah. It feels difficult. So I'm putting that on there because I feel like both to me, like things that really improve my life. Um, but uh, I don't always make the time for Something we haven't talked about on the show in a while is that, and, and something that stymies me when I'm trying to read graphic novels is that you have to read them with the right lighting. Yeah. You can't, like, sometimes, Jared, my boyfriend, gives me so much shit for this. Sometimes, I'll, like, he'll be like, why are you reading in the dark? But you can't do that with a graphic novel. You have to, it has to be pretty well yeah, lit. especially on the iPad, you know. Yeah. But, yeah, it has to be well lit. So, it is, like, you definitely need to be in a certain place. What else do you have? I want to read in public more. Oh. Weird, random. She's a public? <laughs> Listen, she's a, what do you call it? Girl about town. Uh, yeah. There you go. <laughs> Reader about town. That's my resolution. Uh, I used to love to read in bars and parks and restaurants. Obviously, COVID killed that for the past couple of years. Mm. And what made me think of this is when I was on tour in London in uh, in July and August, and a tour in the UK, and I was, no, I wasn't in London. I was in fucking Oxford, and I was sitting in a lovely little cafe, mm. and I was reading a book and eating a little high tea, you know, when they bring oh, me like the yeah, little tiered tray of little treats and stuff. And I was like, I haven't done this in so long. Just sat in public and had a little snack in red and I really missed it and now the world is open again for for better or for worse uh and I want to get back into that habit I really want to lean into reading being a relaxing fun activity again that feels like something I get to do mm -hmm. you know uh anything else you want to work on I don't have anything else um I think that I listen I'm gonna check back with y'all okay I, I haven't done my I haven't actually looked at my resolutions from last year and like kind of gone over it the one thing I thought about is that I would like to read more of my backlist because I feel like sometimes I get focused on reading books that just came out. And a lot of times those are disappointments. You know, like I read no. them and I'm like, this book wasn't any good. But the backlist books, they've been there for a long time for a reason. Yeah. Because people keep telling me they're to read them. They're sturdy. They're steady. Yeah, we know they're good. Look, if they've made it this long on the backlist of my to-read list, then I know they have to be good. So that is something, but I don't have like a specific like number or anything. So maybe I'll find a way to get more specific about mm -hmm. that. What about you? Uh, my last one is, is another kind of weird one it's i want to be more social with my with my reading uh like many glassers i got a lot out of the ask someone what they're reading part of the challenge this year and i want to keep doing it i want to keep remembering to ask my friends what they're reading or have read recently mm -hmm. uh because i just i i think there's so many so many me and so many glassers just like really enjoy doing that and like i've been trying to remember uh we saw some friends uh like a month ago we all like were at a bar and hanging out and i was like hey what, what have you read this year that was really good? And it started like a great conversation. Sure, and like, yeah. And I should do this more. So I want to want to do more of that. Um, so speaking of, it's time to finally announce the 2023 Reading Glasses Challenge uh, right after we take a quick break. Okay, we're announcing the challenge. But before we get into it, Bria, did you enjoy the 2022 challenge? And what were your favorite parts? I did. Okay, I'll admit, Mallory, I think this one was a little easier for me. Yeah. I don't know. I finished it very early in the year. Um, um, I didn't feel incredibly out of my comfort zone. It was mm -hmm. like, read an AAPI author. Sure. First in a series. Sure. Track your reading. Sure. Things I kind of already do. Mm -hmm. um, I did start a little spreadsheet to try to track my reading even more, where I was like, oh, this will make it easier when we have to recommend books to people, and it's going to have like all the wheelhouse items each book does. I fail miserably at that. I did not do that. I wish I would have kept it longer. I did it for like three months. Maybe that should be my goal for next year, but I don't know. It feels hard to do. Um, yeah. If you're not getting anything out of it. Then. Yeah. I loved, I, and I love the self-help book I read. I will say that was one of my favorite parts. I read that book 4,000 weeks, um, which was more like a, 
hey, you have a limited time on this earth, so you should try to be happy book rather than a self-help book. So it was a little bit of a cheat, but that was like one of my favorite parts. I mean, that's, um, being happy is very helpful. It is helpful. Um, and I discovered a new author. Like if I, it came out this year, I would say it would have been one of my favorite books of the year. I loved wow. it so much. So that was definitely one of my favorite parts. Uh, what about you? What um, what did you enjoy or not enjoy from this year's challenge? Uh, so like I said before the break, I love to ask someone what their reading part. I also really enjoyed figuring out my reading doorway. Mm. Uh, knowing that I'm a plot reader has definitely helped me find way more five-star reads this year. Like something about figuring that out about my own reading tastes really clicked for me and helped me figure out why I like certain things, why I don't like certain things, and helped me pick out more books uh, that I love. And I'll finally... I am so happy we put read the first book in a series on there. Oh. I feel like it really helped me in my me breaking my years-long series phobia. Oh, okay, yeah. I don't have that, so it didn't, I didn't even think about it. Oh, it was, like, so hard for me to overcome, and I'm so happy I did, and I read a bunch of series books this year, and I loved it. I read one whole series. I read the Mirror Visitor series. Oh, yeah. Um, that French translated series, uh, and I fucking loved it. And I was like, oh, my God. And I, like... I forgot how exciting it is to like read a series, like an ongoing story that you really like. So I'm so glad we did that. Um, hope everyone uh, got at least one thing on this challenge that, that helped that expanded your reading that you enjoyed, that you had fun doing. Um, okay. <coughs> Bria, are you ready to reveal the 2023 reading glasses challenge? Birthday of the dog is getting really excited. She's going to start barking. I don't know what to tell you. She's, she, well, she's excited. We're announcing the challenge. Okay. Good job. Good job. Birthday. Yeah. All right. First, we'll do the types of books. All right. Books. (laughs) Okay, good. All right, Bria, you ready to announce the book book part of the challenge? Books or activities? Which one? You do the books, I'll do the activities. Okay. Books for this year, categories. First, read a novella. Love a novella. Second, give a book a second chance. Now, we're not saying you have to finish the whole thing, but give it a shot. Give That's what we're chance. saying. We're saying a chance. Pick up a book that you have previously dumped. Mm-hmm. And maybe I, 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 I recommend doing a book that you dumped like a while ago. A long time ago. Yeah. That and give helpful. it, try it again. You don't have to read the whole thing, but just try it. And if yes. you, you can dump it again and that's totally fine, but just give it a second chance. Yeah. Read a book with a disabled protagonist. Read a book about a book slash library slash bookstore. We know y'all love that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and read the favorite book of someone close to you. It could be your spouse. It could be a family member. It could be your best friend. It could be your favorite librarian. Yep. Whoever it is, somebody in your life that you were close to, ask them what their favorite book is and then read it. Great. And what are the activities? Activities. Bria came up with this one, and I, it's my favorite part of it. It's track the countries where your book takes place. Well, so, no, Glasser wrote in with this. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and they had a map and stuff. You don't have to do a map. Just do a tracking. Track Yes. however you want. Put it in your little book bow, I don't know, book buddy, whatever we're calling these things. Put it next to the where you're writing it down. Or just, like, on your phone, say, like, you know, America, and then put mm-hmm. a little check or something. Like, you can just write this shit down, but just keeping up with it. Yes. Second one is attend a library event that can be either virtually or in person, and it does not have to be your library, your local library. It could be any library. Maybe you see an author you love is doing a talk with the um, the Brooklyn Public Library, the New York Public Library, the L.A. Public Library, whatever it is. Maybe they're doing a Zoom uh, something, you know, just just attend a library event. You can go in person to your local library. They love that. Mm-hmm. They, libraries do all kinds of fun events. But, uh, yeah, e- either one. Uh, third is figure out your dog house. 
So make a little list of the of things and books that are automatic turnoffs for you. Mm-hmm. Figure out what makes you not like a book, whether it's a trope, um, a, a type of writing, a type of character, whatever it is, figure out your doghouse. Fourth is try some background reading sounds, whether that is ambient sounds, music, the author's book playlist. Uh, you don't have to keep doing it forever. Just try it for like five minutes. See if you like it. Um, you know, we did a whole episode last year about reading music, whether that is like, again, ambient music, ASMR, we thought was kind of weird. Uh, <laughs> you know, any kind of music, classical music, it doesn't have to have lyrics, just give it a, give it a shot. And then the last one is read an interview with an author that you love. You could honestly check out the library for this. A lot of libraries do ongoing series that are interviews with authors. Maybe it might be in a book magazine that you really like. You can also listen to blogs, journals. There's all sorts of things that people are there. People are getting interviewed for shit all the time. Tons tons of places. Yes. And if you're a person and we by reading, we mean you can even listen to a podcast interview Our friends over at uh, professional book nerds do author interviews all the time. We do author interviews, Uh, but like find an author that you love and look out, look for, for an interview with them for a book that they have coming out or, or just any, you know, it could be years old, who cares, but, uh, uh, find a, find a fun interview and, and learn a little bit more about an author you love and the way that they wrote a book that you really like. Uh, so that is it. We're going to put these in the show notes. We'll be listing them. We'll making a little, um, graphic that you can save. They'll be online. And remember you have until the end of the first week of January to send your completed challenge form for the 2022 challenge to reading glasses podcast at gmail.com. You will be entered to win a box of books from us. Uh, We're very excited about it, but we are cutting it off at the, after the end of the first week of January. Um, We hope you are excited about this challenge. Like we are, we hope you had fun with the 2022 challenge um, and as always, we want to thank the wonderful mods who run our Facebook group and Chrissy and Rachel who moderate our Goodreads page. Remember, it's the end of the year. Maybe you got a gift card or, for Christmas and you're looking for stuff to spend it on. You can buy Reading Glasses merch. We have so much fun stuff. Totes, shirts, stickers, mugs, pillows, journals, you name it. All different sizes, all different colors, all different designs. We love them all. Uh, again, my particular favorite is our new My Other Cars at TBR list sticker fucking love it actually i will say i put it on my my new daily uh page count journal so oh fun so it's great so it's cute. there to make you laugh every day every day every day love it and link in the show notes for that and if you like the show and want to do something for us you want to give us a holiday gift we would really really appreciate it by if you rated and reviewed us on the podcast listening app of your choice it really means a lot to us in our hearts but it also means a lot to us out in the real world, it has a huge effect on the show. It will not take you a lot of time. You got to do it on your phone. We really, really appreciate it. Uh, you can email us at readingglassespodcast at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter at readinggpodcast, on Instagram at readingglassespodcast. Thanks for listening and thanks, thanks for, for reading. reading.